Welcome to this week's episode of our Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Kayla Chittister with Agrinovis, and I'm very excited to bring you this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversation with the leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector, the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology converge. We are actually in studio today at Inside Indiana Business, and I bet you're wondering why you don't hear Gary Dick. That's because he joins us as a guest this week in celebration of two years of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. Gary, thank you for switching chairs with me this morning. I'm excited, but I'm a little nervous to be on this side of the microphone, so take it easy on me. (laughs) It's a feeling I'm familiar with. (laughs) Obviously, Gary, you're a household name here in Indiana. I've grown up watching your programming, but tell us a little bit more about your background and how Inside Indiana Business came to be what it is today. Yeah, well, my background is in TV news, so I was a reporter in Fort Wayne for a couple of years, right out of college, and then moved here to Indianapolis and was a reporter at Channel 6, a live field anchor, as we called it at the time, for about 13 or 14 years. But prior to that, very quickly, I kind of took a circuitous route to get to broadcasting as I was growing up. I thought I wanted to be a high school basketball coach. And, you know, I've always said that internships are so important for understanding or learning what you want to do, but also maybe what you don't want to do. So very quick, I mean, I love sports to this day, just can't get enough sports. But I had an internship for a month at a uh, a high school in Terre Haute, West Vigo High School. I think it's still around. And I remember we were playing Terre Haute North High School, our big rival, bigger school. And at the time, this was probably, I guess, 1977 or 78, there was no three-point shot, three-point line. So we were ahead by three points at the end of the game, one second to go. Our coach calls timeout. He tells the guys, listen, guys, they have the ball underneath their basket. Whatever you do, don't foul, you know? Just let them throw the ball. Let them score. The game will be over. And sure enough, what happens? They throw the ball in. We fouled them. They hit the free throw, went into overtime. We ended up winning the game. But that night, I made a decision. I don't want my my livelihood <laughs> depending on 17 and 18 year old kids actually uh, did another internship in television news that got me hooked and I uh, really started on that path and as I said worked in Fort Wayne for a couple of years had a great start there at WKJG and uh, WPTA TV moved here but then uh, kind of fast forwarding 14 years at Channel 6 decided I wanted to do something different love the TV business and thought that a business show would be the the right path not an original idea but I thought at the time. You can get national content in a million different places on cable and other things like that. But where do you go to get local content? And we saw what was happening at the time and has happened over time with newspapers. TV has never really done a good job covering it. So that's how I started Inside Indiana Business, believe it or not, in 1998. So 22 years ago. So deep rooted in Indiana, including the desire to be a high school basketball coach. Ab- which I'm absolutely. Sure. And I'm, you, I guess I'm unique in this business because typically you have to move, you, you move away f- out of the state, you know, to other places uh, as you go in your career path. I've lived here and worked here my entire life. And that's part, I think, of my thought process or vision and, and w- what we're doing with Inside Indiana Business is covering the story of Inside Indiana Business. Very importantly, not just here in Indianapolis and central Indiana, but around the state. We really want it to be Inside Indiana Business. I started it on my own in 1998 
But in 2000, so 20 years ago, I hooked up with a technology entrepreneur, Scott Jones, who uh, was one of the inventors of technology that made voicemail ubiquitous everywhere for consumers and others. And Scott said he liked the idea of the show and the concept. He invested. We created a company. And that's how we created this platform, which is one of the really unique things about what we do. TV is our marquee product, but we have so many other things, a platform. So it's radio, it's internet, e-newsletters, interactive products, social media, any way we can get content to people when they want it, where they want it, and how they want it. And that has set up, I think, a great distribution channel for content, but then also separately for advertising and those people who want to get their messages out. In 22 years of being focused on Indiana, you've got to see, I'm sure, several evolutions of our state. What have you seen just change over time about Indiana? Wow. So true. I mean, there have been so many changes. I know as I think back 20 years ago, you know, there were certainly efforts from an economic development standpoint to do things in Indiana and some successes, but nothing like we've seen certainly in the last decade. I think one of the things that has been instrumental was the creation of the Indiana Economic Development Corporation, which Mitch Daniels signed into law. I think it may have been the first bill he signed, creating a public-private partnership to drive economic development. And that initiative, I think, has led to a lot of positive things, a lot of international investment. I think the evolution and the launch of Agrinovis Indiana has been phenomenal. And what I think is interesting about that, there are so much coming together in the ag bioscience space now when you look at the companies, large and small. You look at the academic institutions, whether it's Purdue, whether it's Huntington University in Northeast Indiana that started an ag program. You look at the support from from state and local government. There's so much coming together in the ag bioscience space. There's so much momentum. And the word is beginning to get out. I think, you know, here in Indiana, we, we don't brag on ourselves very much, which is a good thing. But on the flip side, you know, we need to do more of that and tell people not only around the state, but around the country and around the world what's happening here in Indiana because it's a, it's a really good story. And that message is beginning to come out with Chief Executive Magazine, I think three or four years in a row, has Indiana in the top five of their best places to do business. So Indiana stepping up and, and wanting to go to that next level, that next step when it comes to business and economic development. And the ag biosciences are obviously, as you said, a huge part of that. In celebration of that, Agronovis and Inside Indiana Business teamed up two years ago to create the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. And so we've brought the audience around 90 episodes that come out every Monday from episode one to now. What'd you learn about the ag bioscience industry that maybe was a surprise to you even covering, you know, Indiana's industry for this many years? Yeah, and I don't know that it's a surprise, but it is just continues to amaze me at the vibrancy of this sector of the Indiana economy. And again, it's the big companies. It's the Cortevas, Elanco, Beck Seeds, family-run seed company that has grown and is such a, an amazing success story. So many stories like that, but it's also the individuals, the entrepreneurs. You know, I always say that farmers are the ultimate entrepreneurs. I mean, they're out there taking risks each and every year. So many things out of their control when it comes to things like the weather. It just continues to, I wouldn't say amaze, maybe excite me and get me even more passionate about what's going on when I see what's happening around the state of Indiana and Agrinovis beginning to bring that stuff together. And these podcasts, and I've got to tip my hat to the folks at Agrinovis because the interviews week in, week out have been outstanding. And they really do reflect the landscape on what's going on in Indiana. And more and more people need to, need to see that, need to hear that. And I think as that becomes comes almost a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, a lot of folks want to see happen. When you look for that point of differentiation between, you know, Indiana's ag bioscience sector, everything that it has and it includes, you know, what sets this industry apart from other big industries here in the state? You know, agriculture is 
pardon the pun, you know, it's it's rooted in Indiana. You know, it's part of the fabric of the state of Indiana. You know, Indiana largely, you know, we live here in Indianapolis and sometimes I think, you know, people don't get out enough around the state to see what's happening around Indiana in smaller communities, rural towns around the state of Indiana. But this is a rural state. There's a lot going on around the state of Indiana from an ag standpoint. And what I think is the potential is so great and I know a number of our guests on the podcast have talked about this, but when you think about that history, that heritage of what has been termed cows, sows, and plows, you know, the traditional agriculture, if you will, and then you layer in the academic side with Purdue University, the government support, and the fact that we as a country need to lead in the creation of food. We've got to feed the world. That is a daunting challenge. Indiana can not only be a player, and already is a player certainly, but can lead in that, can be a national and global leader in feeding the world. And I think that, among other things, really sets it apart from other industries and the types of jobs that are available. You know, in manufacturing, certainly there are lots of different kinds of jobs that are are available. But boy, you look at the ag bioscience space, holy cow. I mean, that runs the game in terms of the opportunities that are out there, especially for young people coming out of college. And we talk about attracting and retaining talent. There are so many opportunities to do that in the state of Indiana. We've talked about higher education. We talk mm-hmm. about job opportunity. And I think one of the big themes we see week in and week out on the podcast is the need for talent in our state, a pipeline for ag bioscience talent. Based on the coverage you do with you know colleges and universities across Indiana, what do you see as the opportunities available for both those education institutions institutions and industry to build talent interest in Indiana. Yeah, I I think it's just it gets down to telling the Indiana story. The Indiana Destination Development Corporation was just launched in Indiana, similar to the IEDC that I mentioned earlier. And part of their, a big part of their mission is telling the Indiana story inside and outside of the state, especially outside of the state. And I think from an ag bioscience sector perspective, that's what needs to happen here, because the more people see and the more people understand what's available, it's going to happen. That pipeline's gonna gonna fill up. And when you layer in the business climate here and those those types of things, cost of living, quality of life, quality of place, those types of things, Indiana becomes a pretty compelling place to start a career and stay in a career. If you look at a lot of people who have moved here for jobs, say it's with Eli Lilly and company or the Lanco. More than a few of those people had to come kicking and screaming, well, we, we moved to Indiana? We don't want to move to Indiana. Why would we want to live there? And there are so many people, those same people, who 20 years later or 25 years later, they're still here and they're loving it because they've experienced what it's like here. So I think if we tell as a state, continue to tell that story, especially to young people, to get them to understand that, hey, this is this is a pretty cool place. You can, you can earn a great living, make a great career, and have a great life here. You're still close to Chicago and some of the bigger metropolitan areas that you want to go there and visit, great. I think if we continue to tell that story, I think we'll have great successes and begin to, to further fill that pipeline. As you look at the years ahead and, and your continued coverage of this sector, what excites you most about telling this story? I think a couple things. I think technology and innovation. I mean, those are buzzwords. Everybody's talking about them across all industries. Certainly, that's the case in manufacturing. It's advanced manufacturing. It's not the traditional dirty, grimy factory floor. You know, it's a lot of technology and innovation. That is, without question, an, an incredible opportunity for the ag bioscience space and for Agrinovis. And I know Mitch Frazier is the new CEO, and he has a tech and ag background and is going to merge those two things as part of the focus going forward for that organization. So I think the innovation and the technology that can be developed right here in Indiana to help drive that space nationally and globally. Then the other piece 
I, I will say is I'm very excited to see younger people getting involved and getting engaged in the industry because they are understanding that, man, these, these are some cool jobs here that I didn't even know existed. The more young people and vibrant, creative people that are attracted to the ag bioscience space, I think it makes the sky the limit for that sector, especially as it relates to Indiana. All right. This last one, I'm going to ask you to dig down into the memory bank. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Yeah. Favorite podcast episode that oh. you've done in two years? Oh my gosh. You want me to create some enemies here, right? <laughs> uh, I will tell you, and I am not playing to the audience here at all. The interviews week in and week out have really been phenomenal. It's been a testament to Agrinovis really getting some great interviews lined up. But I will say, so I won't isolate anyone or offend anyone, but I really do mean it. The interviews, plural, I think I've, I've enjoyed the most are those with students and young people and interns because it gives you an insight into the future. And, you know, there's so much negative out there about the quote-unquote younger generation, you know, and oh my gosh, their work ethic is terrible and this, that, and the other. And, and maybe there are some some challenges, but by and large, and certainly for these podcasts, the young people we've had with FFA and coming out of Purdue, they are energetic and bright and enthusiastic, and it really gives you a good feeling for what the future holds for the ag bioscience space and for the state. Now, the main thing is, or the thing we need to do is we've talked about about from a talent standpoint, let's make sure we keep more of those people here in Indiana and get them in leadership positions. And with an organization like the FFA here, it's just amazing the caliber and the talent level associated with that organization. So I would have to say those are some of my favorite interviews of many favorite interviews I've, I've done. Oh, it's very well done, Gary. Very good. Very diplo- <laughs> political, very diplomatic, right? <laughs> well, we're excited for what the future holds as well. Two years of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast, and we're looking forward to many more. Gary, thank you so much for doing this. It was great to hear your perspective. Thanks, Kayla. Gary Dick is the creator and host of Inside Indiana Business. Gary, thanks for joining us for a very unconventional episode of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast, a weekly production partnership between Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. Keep up to date with Agrinovis by following us on Twitter and Instagram at IN and finding us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can share ag bioscience stories like this with more people. Thanks for joining us. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Kayla Chittister, Bridget O'Reilly, Libby Fritz, and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.